When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. What's going on? Thank you. Thank you for the applause. Thank you for the applause. What's going on? This is your boy BAT Chino, man. You tuned into the industry podcast, man, where we talk about the culture. It's the premiere, of course. You know, we're going to be here live from the South. We're going to be talking about everything, man, from music to sports, you know, the everything about the culture, everything revolving the culture, man. We're here to talk about it. And I got some guests to help me out along the way. Y'all help me welcome Mr. Lonzo, the Godfather, West Coast Rap, and Jamila Wickerson. I'm sorry, the the hip hop hype magazine. I'm sorry. How y'all doing? How y'all living? I'm pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. I just want to, you know, I'm going to dive off in, man. You know, if y'all want to introduce yourselves again, you know, tell the people who they are for the ones who don't know. I'm pretty sure they do. But, you know, you want to just let them know who you are. Pick it, darling. Did you hear me? Can you hear me? Go for it. Go first, please. Okay. Well, I'm Jamila Just J. Wilkerson. I'm the CEO and founder of the Hype Magazine, so I'm just excited to be here. Okay. I'm Lonzo Williams, Godfather of West Coast Hip Hop. And uh Jamila has a friend of mine that works with you, Jerry Doby. Yes, sir. Yeah. I've heard a lot about you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my boys. That's how we do it. Okay, that's what's up, man. Nice to know y'all got some familiar faces and some familiar places. So I'ma just uh first off I wanna know what 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 get what for to both of y'all I have a question for both of y'all. What got y'all into the business? Go ahead, you can kick it off the music business, the music business. Um me, I was very young when I got started. Um I really had no intentions on getting into the music business. It just kinda happened and I started off really doing street teaming and just building out the brand. I started DJing back in the 70s, dude, fresh out of high school. Went to broadcast school and uh, was rocking Compton, L.A. Watts by myself. Back then, it was all disco. And uh, when um, I had a chance, my, my old man came by one day, came to, my, came to a house. My, well, my mom had passed. My old man had keys to the house. He walked in the pad, saw me with a, pocket, with a whole bunch of money at that time, like six, seven hundred dollars Thought I was selling dope. And... Uh, he was going to kill me. He said, nigga, I will kill you before I let you sell dope. And I said, no, I ain't selling dope. I'm doing these dances over at this club, the spot over in, in Torrance, California. And he came by one day, saw what I was doing. And uh, shortly after that, he took me to one of his friends who just built a, built a, um, a banquet hall on top of his nightclub. And that was the beginning of Eve After Dark. And I was 22 years old when that happened. I started DJing at 19. 
But mm-hmm. by the time I was 22, I had my own nightclub. And um, it just love of music and the, the, the progress in the game. I started bootlegging and making my own underground mixes and stuff and started making legitimate records. And next thing I know, I'm at the Super Bowl with Dre shit. Hey man, fast forward. It's like you've been working the beginning fast of the forward, that. Yeah, you know? man, we on the Super Bowl. Shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Life's great now, you know. You know, it's always good to tell your story and then you know in the midst be looking back from where you came from and where you are now, you know. Yeah, no way yet, it always feels good. Yeah. Most people don't think they'd ever be here, dude. I mean, when I first started doing this, dude, I had no idea I'd ever have the status in the game that I did. I do. You know, I was just a yeah. stuttering kid, skinny, stuttering, skinny, scared kid. Had to halfway get high before I opened my mouth and DJ. Because back then, the DJ had to be his own MC. Wasn't no MC for the DJ. Uh, so you had to be talking. You had to do like the radio guys. You had to talk shit. And I was too scared to talk shit. I had to get halfway drunk. But then I realized if I get too drunk, I forget what record I'm I'm playing. <laughs> I'm fucking up. <laughs> you really got to talk shit to the ones talking Come shit on, to you man. that you don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they don't ask you took off the whole record. Damn. <laughs> so uh, after a while, man, I overcame them fears and it just got kind of natural to me. I understand. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what about it? What about rap, hip hop that just that? made you love it and made you want to help push the culture forward well you know man um i'm a kid of the, i was born in the 50s man so i grew up on the temptations and dramatics and stuff like that but i can't sing you know and when, when hip-hop came along i could talk i could you know and back then it was a different game and because i was a young entrepreneur had my own money club was very successful so when hip-hop started coming through i started bringing out curtis blow to my club and Run DMC, and I'm like, damn, well, they can do it. We can do it. So I already, was already making records. Plus, my last job, my last job, I worked for a record distributor. I was selling records all locally already, all over the yeah, state already. Know. So, you know, it just, I just kind of just, I'm like a kid, man. God is going to take him over here, take him over there. Next thing I know, I'm on the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm, uh, Tell me about your story, Mr. Miller. How you what what about rap, you know, that you love so much? And you know, what about us making just really, you know, committing to pushing the culture forward? Um, I just like music. I like entertainment as a whole. Um, so when I first started, I just really got into the culture of it all. I like to travel in, being out in the streets, promoting, you know, throwing club events. Um, I really started when I was 18 throwing club nights. So I used to throw team parties, any kind of party. You know, uh, it, it didn't matter what it was. Skate parties, party. You know, that's that was the that was the lick back then. And then I got into starting a publication. Um, the media world was different, so it was a different grind, a different hustle. And I wasn't really a fan of of anybody at the point of in time. Like so, getting an interview for someone else was really exciting. Getting to me was like I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm ready to go kick it. I'm ready to chill. <laughs> Um, but it, it's been a great run, you know, just, just doing everything. It's been a real good run. Okay. I'm an OG now. I, the youngsters <laughs> be like, OG. I'm like, no, you calling me an OG? <laughs> hey, how I feel the first time somebody called you OG? Man. Ooh, I think I was turning 39. And they was like, OG. And I was like, OG. Oh, and I was like, not yet. I'm right here. 
Oh, Jerry's yeah. the OG. But I don't, you know. But it's a good thing. It, the OG to me is not my age. It's just them kind of respecting everything. Right, respecting right, what you do, right. what you brought to the table. So yeah, I, I enjoy it and put in. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I guess I could be the godmother of hip hop. I like it. I like it. Somebody got to wear it. Hey, I like it. I like it. You know what I'm saying? The shoe fit. You know what I'm saying? You know? (laughs) Yeah. But, um, okay, with y'all having this, uh, you know, a great resume in the hip-hop game, the rap game, what are are y'all thoughts about, um, you know, the transition of where it's been going? From where hip hop was back then, let's say back in the eighties to where it is now in two thousand twenty two. What are y'all thoughts? Go ahead. Um, I hope it goes back to some type of um some base foundation. I mean, we've kinda lost our way. Um they're letting a lot of artists in that really haven't worked for it. You know, right. it's a lot of it's a lot of good talent out here that are really out here grinding in the streets. The payola thing has kinda changed a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's, it's it's different because now when I started, I'll say it from the media standpoint, when we started the hype, it was all about editorial integrity and really covering somebody who was hot. Now it's like, you know, everything's once you pay over. So it's like, well, how much for a placement? I'm trying to get verified. So it's not it's not the same, you know, going out to a concert and sitting there waiting on an interview and being excited about publishing it the next day. The excitement's not there. You know, it's, it's it's a totally different game. So, it's, it's that's from my perspective on the media side. That's that's what's what's changed to me. You know, um, she, everything I, I totally agree with everything she said. Uh, for me, man, when when you come into the game, when I came into the game, if you didn't have two thousand dollars to just possibly just screw off, uh, you couldn't go in the studio, and you had to go in there with some kind of plan to make something happen to get your money back. Because I don't know how many times you're going to have $2,000 to take a shot at this. Yeah. And t- today, the bar has been not only lowered, it's been erased. There's no investment. Nobody has, you have nothing to lose but some digital space. Yeah. You know, when you've got a laptop and a hard drive with some beats on it, you can do what you want to do, upload it to the, uh, to the internet, wherever you want to put it, Spotify, YouTube, whatever. And if you get lucky, you know, it's like fishing. It ain't like, you know, and uh, YouTube pay just as much as Spotify and everybody else. So if you do something crazy and go viral, like my boy, uh, the Tiger, everybody mad at now from the from the Latino thing he did? The Tiger? Come uh, on. The Tiger thing. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he, got a, he got a song uh, kind of uh, not, not Latino, so he's he disrespectful. But ah, uh, yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. feeling he's being disrespectful, but that disrespect is still gonna pay him the same amount of money if he was paying homage to the lowriders. You know, that's three million views or three million views, whether they like it or love it, because people are gonna go to your YouTube channel because they don't like it. Some people just want to see what it's about. Bottom line is, you still ringing up views. Right. You still get right. views. Five million views is a nice little payday. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. So who cares if you don't like it or not? The same thing with uh, my boy uh, Little Nas X when he was d- dancing with the devil, kissing on the, kissing on the dude. That was hot stuff. The song wasn't nothing. 
The song didn't have no nah, legs. It was the video. Nah. It was the propaganda, man. It was, it was the, the propaganda. propaganda. So when he looked up and they said, you know, you see homeboy lap dancing with the devil and then slide down on the pole in the hell, kiss a dude. That, I don't know how many views that thing ended up with, but that gets you more yeah. money than selling music. Yeah, man. And that's why I, I definitely agree with you when you say, you know, the bar has been lowered. You know, it sounds different coming from, you know, somebody that worked for a magazine, you know, you with the you had your hands all over hip hop as opposed to me when the artist, you know what I'm saying? It sounds different. So just to have y'all say the same thing is what I'm saying. Like, they kind of, you know, anybody can kind of come through right now. You know what I mean? There's no anybody standards. Can come right through. Ain't, There's no standards. Ain't, no, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody guarding the gate. The gate the gate broke down. Come on in. Nah. Let's do what you're going to do. Come on okay? in. You got a couple of dollars. Go Put you on the playlist. Huh? You can go viral. You win it. Back in the, the day, man. You can... It's been a long time. I've never seen it this open to where people can just walk right through the door. Right. At one time, if you gave somebody some payola, it was you go to penitentiary. Yeah. You go to penitentiary. It was it was if you gave he walked into a radio station and gave a, a program director an envelope with some money, some cocaine, or whatever he liked in it, you can go to the penitentiary. Federal time, baby, because it was like that. Nah, ain't no feds involved. So everybody's yeah. buying likes, views, they're buying streams. I just did a show of the day on my podcast talking about um the stream farm. There's, yeah. far, there's people out there with hundreds of iPhones. All they do is stream different people's music all day long, run their streams up, make them look like they're bigger than what they are. So there's, mm. it, everything is kind of fraudulent. It's, it's nothing, there's no natural progression of hits, you know, and even yeah. the records are supposed to be hits. They die so fast. You know, yeah. that, that shows you that they're not legitimate because they die so fast. Right, right. You know, you that's something. like... It's like an artist when you if you buy a bunch of views for your YouTube channel or you go to do something and nobody show up. Okay. You got all you got a half million views, a million views, but you you know you're trying to sell something, nobody buying it because it was all I fake views. That, I just had that talk this morning. I was like, you know, you can run your numbers. It's artists all the time. I know someone was like, Man, I got more followers than you guys. I got two million followers. I said, Well, I bet if you have an event next door to mine. Everybody will be at my event and won't nobody right. be at yours. You know, I'm going right, to right. so my event because my phone and my Rolodex and my connections are there. But you, you have 2 million followers. So we did a, we did a tour and the same individual was on the tour. And no one knew who you were. You TikTok nobody. sensation, 2 million right. followers. But everybody know who Just Jay is. But I've been out here 20 years in the streets really touching hands and really locked in with people. And it's it's like pulling teeth to get them to to verify your pages. I know our Twitter and our Facebook are verified. They haven't verified the Hype's IG yet. But it's like they they really put a stamp on you based off of a blue check mark that you can buy. If you spend five grand with somebody, it'll pop up on your page the next day. You know, so I just just feel like that they have taken the, the validation and just thrown it out the window. So it's like now I don't know who I'm working for. Because no one's really right. earned it. They don't understand the business, you know. And like you said, Lonzo, people go out and buy the followers and views. These are the same people who get into the industry within three to four months. And then when they sit down at the table with you to have a conversation, they don't even know what they need. Don't know because what they, they have, need. They, have, they can't answer a question. You know, it's crazy. It's like yeah. they're in headlights, you know, because you, kind of, right. you kind of bought your way into the industry. So now yeah, you but they really, want the respect, you know, though. They want the respect. Right. They're just like, hey. Right. And y'all should be covering me. I say you obviously don't know business. You know, 
it's it's not yeah. about us covering you. It's about how we can work together and build. And it's like I said, it's everything has just went chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. And, and she just said something that made me think for a minute. You wonder why people do so much dumb stuff in the so-called artists get caught up with so much dumb stuff. Well, to maintain your status, it costs money. So if you got to move a little weight, because you ain't moving no product, you ain't moving no music. So you might have to do a little side hustle, hustle to subsidize your lifestyle, to keep up your views, to keep up that Bentley note, because you ain't really got it like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in the real record business, in the real record business. When you had to go to the record store and thumb through the crates, man, everybody wasn't a whole bunch of millionaires out there, dude. Wasn't yeah. a whole bunch of you put that work in. You had to put that work you know, in. You had, you had to put your work in to be able to, to be able to afford a Rolls Royce. You know, right. you most cats back then they may have bought some, but most most of the guys I grew up with, the the true artists, you might have got a Benz. Okay, <laughs> you might have you might have got a nice Benz because that's how you was living. Everybody didn't have Lamborghinis and you know all because the, they wasn't like they was buying them back then. They wasn't just renting them for the video for the gram or whatever the case may be. It's a different, you know, right. you, it's a different thing, man. Like like they say on the TV shows, a different world from where we come from. Yeah, it think is. about uh, you know what I'm saying, buying your way or that perception, it's that fake until you make it mentality, man. Yeah, and the fake until you make it was was so bad is that a lot of people are dying over it because they really right. feel like these people have more than what they have. I'm like, I yeah. know people who are on TV that call me and ask to borrow money. You know? So, <laughs> Man, that's crazy. I'm like, that's damn, crazy. I just watched you the other day on BET. I didn't get <laughs> you know? money. But it's, it's politics. They're getting the check just like we are. They think, okay, they don't love me. Hip-hop, they on this. No, these people getting four or $5,000 a month in checks, too. They're not, they, they, they're not making a lot of money. They're making they're just enough to get by. They just make it look good. That's all. You know what? And then you, you see the television shows. That they have everybody got this glamorous lifestyle. Bullshit. Can I cuss, man? Can I say yeah, yeah, you good, you good, you good. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, OG. Go ahead. You good. You everybody ain't living like that, man. Most folks live in a moderate pad, man, driving a moderate car. You know, um, you might have a nice Benz or maybe a nice Range Rover Junior, the three, you know what I'm saying? But you know, it, it's it ain't that you're doing bad, you're still doing good. You may not be doing as good as Drake or Dr. Dre. But, or Snoop, but you're still doing good. And this is the part that so many folks will understand. You should be trying to look look at, uh, like they say back in the day, keep up with the Joneses. You can't take care of yourself. You know, you you, you can't figure out where your, where your happy medium really is. You know, some people have to just understand where is my hap- where is my balance at? Okay, if I get me a nice, uh, I don't know, $750 house, which is a lot of house, depending on where you are. If California, it ain't shit. But if you get you a nice pad, a nice car, you know, do I really have to have all them extra jewels that's gonna get me robbed, or, or them fake jewels is gonna get me called out or get me robbed? You gotta okay. keep it real. You got the big house. You get into the house. They got one couch, one TV. I had a run-in a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had bought my wife a brand new car. It was just a Mazda, but it was a new car, zero miles. He's like, oh, Jay, I thought y'all be rolling in a Beamer or something like me. And I said, well, what year is your Beamer? <laughs> he said, oh, man, this is a 2012. A 2012. Come on, man. It Ten looks nice, but seven people, yourself, drove this, seven people <laughs> drove this car, bro. 
<laughs> I'm like the only one that done drove this car. It's just the plastic off the steering wheel. But okay. it's like the Beamer, it doesn't matter what year it is. They don't care. It's like, I got a Beamer. I got a Lexus. It could be a 1998 Lexus. And I'm like, no, that's not the that's not the way that we should be thinking. And if yeah, I, I feel like if the music industry process things from a, a corporate standpoint, that stuff will be going so much better. If they really processed it from a corporate standpoint, the fact that we really have LLCs, we can leverage our businesses, we can get business credit, we can finance our stuff, we can do a lot of things, but it's like somewhere in between since they're letting people in so fast, no one's going through the, the way that they used to have to go through back in the day, which the, the A&R training, they like, oh, there's no A&R anymore. The A&R used to really tell you about your finances, how to go get an attorney, how to do this, how to how to set up your royalties properly, how to get residual income. So there's so many different things missing. All people are actually seeing is the hype, no pun intended, the hype of it all. They're not taking time out to see the growth and development of it all. So that's why the industry so fucked up. Well, you know what? Wow. You're absolutely correct. They said you the cake. They tell you all the icing ain't showed you how to make the cake yet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They showed right. you all the ice and all the sweet part, you know. And when it comes down to baking that cake, they don't give you that ingredients till it's too all late. Right. By the time you read that contract, everything they gave you on the first page and took it back from me on the last 39. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So a record contract, I'm gonna cut you off, baby. Record contract is Average record contract is 40 pages long. They were 40 pages long. First two pages tell you how good they're going to treat you. We're going to give you $7 million over five years or seven years, six years. And in the middle, it tells you based on how many records you sell. And then at the end, it tells you, well, we're going to hold back this this, this for reserves and this right here for, uh, for marketing and promotion and blah, blah, blah. And if you, when I remember when Janet Jackson, when she first hit back in the day, and she got a $15 million record deal. Nah, nah, nah. She might have got a meal ticket up front, but everything else is based on potential sales. And they put them big numbers in there. So you assign the contract because most people, except for the lawyer, don't read the contract, the people, the paper in the middle. They just read the first page and the end. What my why sign that? And the oh, middle man. is where you get screwed at. Yeah, yeah. The middle is where they need a gritty at, huh? That's what the dirty is. Yep, and that's where that knowledge comes in. So you're like, where's the state of hip-hop? Where's the state of music? And that's where we're at. You know, there's no right. foundational structure. <clears throat> and I was talking to my wife one day, and I started laughing. She says, I was like, there's a lot of crazy people in the industry. These people crazy. She said, yeah, but she got to think they don't do background checks. You know, it's not like <laughs> going to a job and doing a background right. check, figuring out, you know, this person's got issues with a past employer. We don't have none of that. So when someone comes to the office and I'm the next best thing. I just started a label. I'm going to work with you and I have a budget. You don't sit there and say, well, you know, let me, let me check your background. And before I get you an invoice, you be like, invoice, okay, yeah, your stuff's on here. Okay, goodbye. Even the people you interview, you only get the one sheet. You technically don't know. You don't know me. You don't know if you interviewing a psychopath. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. You just know that Jay's got a reputation. She's got a lot of press out here. She owns a high magazine. But you don't know nothing else. You don't know if I'm fucking crazy. So right, it's like, right. 
that's that's where the state of the music industry is gone to, bro. So it's so many ways we can answer that one question. Yes, man, I'm talking about it's so <laughs> much. But hey, we did ask the audience, you know, um, are you good with the changes of the state of hip hop? If um, you know, if you haven't answered on YouTube, we drop the answer on the comment. Let us know, man, what you think about the state of hip hop right now. And um, you know, before we wrap up with you guys, I got a couple more questions. Um. First off, you know, Lonzo, you know, tell us about your podcast, man. Let, let, let the world know about your podcast who don't know already. You know what? Uh, I've been teaching podcasts all through the pandemic. I have currently have three podcasts I do. I have one I do every Tuesday called NW, the NWA Stories with Lonzo. It comes on every Tuesday on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, I have another one I do on Thursdays with my boy, Dr. Dre, from Yo! MTV Raps, East Coast Dr. Dre, called Legendary Connects. Again, that was on at seven thirty, uh, seven from six o'clock. Both of them, six o'clock Tuesday and Thursday, and uh, I do a I'm not really daily podcast, but I have a I'm I'm the president of the Entertainment Chamber of Commerce here in the city of Compton, and um, I do a I do a um, semi daily podcast. Today I did two interviews. Yesterday I did two, and I might not do none tomorrow. But um, for people businesses, I figure black business is something we need to promote as much as possible. So I, I take the plot, the uh, podcasting platform to expose the businesses that from the, from the uh, city of Compton and folks, you know, folks around the area. So uh, those are all my podcasts. And uh, I enjoy the uh, platform of podcasting because it gives you your own personal radio station. And, right. you know, it gives you and, and you can take as long as you want to and take people can come back and, and listen to it at any time to get ready to. Is programming on demand. That's what pod. That's what pod stands for. Program on demand. Okay, and by having the program on demand, uh, you, you ain't got to wait for the reruns because the reruns are always always there. So as soon as somebody discovers me and uh, they see, see one of my podcasts and discover what I'm doing, they go back and start looking at the other ones. And you start you keep you you keep your the, the, just like just like I said before. People going to see if they like you or not, but there's still a view, and they, they still ring up. They still you know, ring the register. Ding, 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 ding. So it's all good. It's all good. So so have you ever given any thought about, uh, you know, opening another club? You know, maybe, you know, you might run into the next easy, you know, Dr. Dre or something, whatever case may be. You ever thought about getting back into the club scene, opening up some club? Oh, no. <laughs> man, Come on, no. man. It can't be like that. It no, can't be that man, bad, no, man. man I just left the club business. I was in the club business off and on. That's why I met Jerry Doby at. In the, in the, I was doing the club. Um, I've had six nightclubs in my career. I ran Avalon El Segundo, Eva the Dark, off and on for 40 years. Okay? I've been going to bed at shit, 2, 3 o'clock sometimes, 6 o'clock in the morning, all my adult life. Okay? And I left the club uh, in 2019. That was my 40th year associated with Avalon and El Segundo and the clientele had changed so much. I was a couple of, a couple of discussions from catching the case. So, oh, you know, the youngsters don't have the same respect that they, I grew up with. You know, I ain't going to be a bunch of ball, too many more ball head, mother, old ball head motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to keep on being that. All right. It, it, but you understand they never taught, they were never taught respect to a certain degree, but I don't mean, I, that don't mean I, I got to tolerate disrespect. And I've owned a nightclub. Somebody got killed in one of my clubs. Uh, this was back, shit, 20 years ago. 
and the way they're shooting folks and the way people are dying at clubs on a regular basis. Nah, man. Nah, these folks are too mm. ignorant. They're too trigger happy. Yeah. To say, I'm sorry, man. Right. It's too much they pride, rather, man. They'd rather say, they rather shoot somebody than say, I'm sorry. Nah, man, I can't deal with that. I'll take my ass home and go to bed and watch yeah. the news and talk about what happened on over the weekend on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You're right. Hey, keep I like the transition. Yeah. Keep me with content, man. Yeah, I feel you. I like that. I like the way you did that. You know. Yeah. I just, I'm on. I don't, I'm on the reporting with popcorn, just watching the show. Okay. Nah, <laughs> like, look at these crazy folks, man. Look at these damn demons, man. man. Here's the here's the bad part. They got so much technology at their fingertips. All they got to do is take some time to perfect it. And say something somebody really want to hear, as opposed to trying to appeal to a small community. Man, why not be like Atlas and embrace the world? Most of these cats, yeah, they want to talk to their hoods and shit. Outside your hood, it don't mean nothing, man. Right. And no. then you got. I was. I had a conversation with a guy the day, man. He was from Chicago. He was saying that. Uh, oh man, I'm working with these cats. He's the vice lord, and by him being a vice lord, uh, when he, when he uh, dropped his stuff, he got a hundred thousand fans. I said, okay, cool. But on the other side, he got 100,000 cats looking to kill him. You know, you got to think about the oh, other man, side of the spectrum, man. It makes sense. You got to think about the other side of the spectrum, man. You yes, can't yes, just. There's a flip side to this, man. man. You, know, you got 100,000 fans, but you got 100,000 cats looking to kill him, too. Because he right. what he represents. Then you got artists who made it out of the community doing well and go back and join the game. It's crazy, man. You got to go try and get some strikes. You got to know how to separate yourself from that when you get to the whole purpose of getting paid is to live a better lifestyle for yourself and try and help some other folks come up. You can't help everybody, right? Right, right. Okay, I I think I get I probably get more upset with these youngsters nowadays who got the money, who get the money, and it seems like they can't wait to give it to somebody else. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I just had a conversation. You, you got a you bag, know. and all of a sudden, you can't wait to open the bag up and go down to the mm-hmm. Gucci store and take the jeweler and rent you a car and do some nah, other. Man, and you, you got them rich while you flossing for a minute because as soon as that the soon as what you got gets old, you just another nigga with some old shit. That's, that's <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? Plenty that's it, man. So, <laughs> so with that being said, you know about you know. People moving where they move, you know what I'm saying? Can't get leaderhood or just find themselves in situations, you know. Just so much, you know. So to say, um, what do y'all, what are y'all thoughts on the um, young thug and gunner situations going on down in Atlanta? I'm gonna let her have that. I'm gonna cut back on that. Go ahead, darling. You got it. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you have that one. <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm gonna let you have that one. um, it's really. I, I, first of all, let me say this. I hate seeing anybody uh, become a part of the system going to the penitentiary. I hate that, man, because it's not necessary in 2019. Everybody knows, everybody think they know the game, and they think they're going to beat the game, but most cats don't win the game, okay? If you were, uh, um, what's his name, Young Weather? Come on. Young Thug. Young Thug, and was winning like that, millions of dollars, but for some reason, you still got to have a connection to the streets. You can't do that. You can't come up and stay down. It don't work. It don't work. 
Nah, it didn't work for Cure. It didn't work for him. It didn't work for nobody. When you get to a certain status in this game, unfortunately, here's the part most people ain't going to want to deal with. You got to cut some folks loose, man. Yeah. Everybody can't come to the show. Everybody ready to go to the show with you. Some folks can't go to that level because they can't go. They can't do what you do. And most most cats ain't going to prepare themselves to follow you to the next level. They want to stay right where they are and do what they do and talk shit about you because you just stepped up. Now you eat. Now you can live in a white community because you can't live in the hood no more. Right, you can't live right. in the hood, okay? Because now you are, you are a target for any any jacker in the in the, in the, in the, in the thing you. And most cats ain't got sense enough to stay low profile. They got the flaw. They got to have the rings and the watch in the car. And you want to pull up in the hood with your boys, but that's a fool over there that. Didn't like you from tenth grade, no way. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Huh? Right, you man. Go to jail. So these are the kind of situations, man. I see cats dealing with in this the Rico status. Our status. Um, that was designed to bring down the mafia. And if these cats were doing what they're doing, man, it, it is what it is. I, I hate to see them go down like that, but you know, you you cannot do certain things, especially. If you wreaking havoc in the community, you can't do that, man. Right. What's your thoughts on that, Jamila? Well, they're already setting us up for it. I mean, it doesn't matter what type of business that you're doing. You know, unfortunately, they're they're wanting us to do something. You know, they're want they're putting it out there. They're giving, and then you think you're getting away with it because nobody has said anything. But just because they haven't said anything doesn't mean they haven't seen anything. I mean, they ain't watching, you know. Yeah, they definitely watching, and they definitely setting us up. And then, really, it's it's always oh, and then from the other side of things, it's always okay until we start helping people. You can do well, whatever you want to do to tear the community down, but as soon as you start doing stuff to actually help the community and uplift the community, that's when they lock you up, you know. So if they've been for this and they have a whole list of charges, why not last year? Why not three years ago? Why not four years ago? Why need, Why do you need to build a case for seven years to lock somebody up? No, you know, this really started to happen when they started to reach out and really help the community, to be honest. That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah, yeah, you know. Wrong, yeah. bad, good, bad, ugly. They really don't tap on your shoulder until you start creating change. Right, right, exactly. There's a lot of people out here doing shit in, in their face. That's you know, what I said. You know, it's this way bigger problem. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's some actual real big problems like actually happening there in your face that you ain't got to do so much work and spend so I much mean, money on it. To you, you know, know what I'm saying? You know, you know what? I, what you're saying is absolutely true. And I think that um, when back in the day when Suge did a, did a photo shoot with Source Magazine, and he stood in front of that magazine with them two big ass cigars in front of them two red Rolls Royces wearing that red suit. That was probably the worst thing he could have did, because now somebody and this is one thing that one thing about us. I have to. I'm. We have to. We we have to realize that we, sometimes we do shit to bring unnecessary attention to ourselves. If you got a video and every video you got got a gun in it, you got. All this money you got, fake dope or good dope. I don't know what the case may be, but you should. You should 
And that's what I mean by antics. We do things for attention, but all the attention, that's like a woman walking out with her breast out. You're going to get some attention. You ain't going to get all the attention you want. You're going to get some good attention and some bad attention. Okay? You may not get that lawyer with, with the six-figure job. You might get that construction worker that just want a bone. So you, when you, go, when you try to get attention, you got to be careful of what you ask for. Because you might get the wrong attention. Like Frank, this piggybacking off what you said, the man, the person who really doing it, he walking around in some buddies and a, a holy shirt. You know, you know what I'm saying? Riding a buggy. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and riding to the back cave. You ain't never been there. He don't throw parties at his house. He's not having events, you know, to show off his new car. He's not pulling up in no two million dollar whip. He's not wearing chains. You know, our people got it so bad. Like I got my chain. The jeweler made this for me. I had this chain for a while. But we get to the point to where we have to have so much of everything. Like, you know, one chain is cool, but you know, niggas be having 25, 35 chains. Two men yeah. on their neck. Two men yeah. on their neck. And they haven't filed taxes in the last 20 years. Well, how the hell do how you got $20 you million dollars worth of jewelry on your neck and you ain't filed a stitch of paperwork? So it's... it's, it's <laughs> and you hanging in the hood. Yeah, right. it, just, it just gets now, too real. So it's like certain times you got to you gotta learn how to kind of be a little bit more low key, a little bit more discreet about your movements, and you don't always have to be so loud and seen when you're trying to help people. Like I help people every day; I don't have to broadcast it, you know. Right, right. right. Sometimes you gotta be a little bit more discreet about how you move, so people won't be in your business. Exactly. You got, you got all that jewelry on. Somebody gotta have a gun somewhere nearby. That's how they feel. And they cop the, the, you. The cops know it. And you know it. You're not gonna walk around. I had one of my one of my close cousins was a jeweler. He always wore jewelry jewelry on his neck, arm, whatever the case may be. But he always kept a nine on him. Okay. Now he was cool. Then he was flashy, but he did. He knew what he he knew. At some point in time, he just tucked that stuff in to certain places. Okay. Mm-hmm. But most cats don't know how to tuck. I tuck my little chain in. This ain't this ain't nothing. This ain't nothing. But I will tuck it in if I if I'm in the wrong neighborhood. I tuck, I drop it in. I don't yeah, want no problem. I ain't trying to flex on nobody. That's all it's about. You move flex. Okay, but everybody, but now cats want to flex because he know this boy got the heater on him. Okay, and now you got a shootout and everybody get hit except for the person that they were shooting at each other. Right, right, man. Like we said again, you know, I don't want to, you know, like I said, you know, after to all the listeners, we asked y'all a question, you know, what's your, what's, are you good with the state of hip hop right now? Y'all make sure y'all answer that, man. Tune in. Hit the poll, comment below, whatever you want to do. You know, I appreciate y'all for coming through, man. Again, you know, spending some of y'all time to talk about these great topics we had. And, you know, I'm hate. I hate we run out of time. We definitely gotta do this again. You know, um, I mean, no problem. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Again, I I thank y'all for coming through. Um, for anybody who's looking to start a podcast, and you don't know how, check out this message from the the Evening Rush Network. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Yo, what's yeah. happening, man? Listen, I 
Appreciate everybody still tuning in. We got some great artists on here, on here, man, on this panel. You know, we all on the same label, man. If you don't know, I'm an artist as well. I talked to a few of y'all today, man. Titan Baron, shout out to Mr. Russ. You know, um, I'm gonna let y'all go through and introduce yourselves, man. All right. My name is B. Noir from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. B. Noir. Nutty Bars. From... All right, go ahead. My bad. Nutty Bars from Springfield, Massachusetts. Thanks for having me. Russ, appreciate you, brother. Shout out, man. Much respect. I'm Sticky O from Jersey, currently in South Carolina. Much respect to Russ. Shout out to Jersey. Shout out to Jersey. Good luck. Thanks, boy. Go ahead, fam. Go ahead, fam. If y'all flight rich live from the city of Atlanta, Georgia. Hey. It's your boy City City from Fair Now. Two six. Uh-huh. Stand up. What's up, Cold World? Yeah, yeah. Red Red from Florida, real Florida. Yeah, yeah. Alright, alright, man. I rock with y'all boys. All right. So listen, man. Um, I'm gonna start off with uh B No, you know, tell me uh you know, what got you into the rap game? You know what I'm saying? What got you into doing rap? First of all, man, appreciate the introduction, man. Being the world Philadelphia. My brother's with me, Smooth Latin. Tim Kali, we all represent Philadelphia real well. Um, I got to the music thing when I started the community falling apart and nobody was telling the youth what to do. So I said, look, the only way I know how to do it is listen to the tune, read the news. But I can put this together, so I started writing poetry first, and then that's what got me into rapping. All right, all right. Dre Red, man, tell me what got you into the rap, into the rap game. What got you rapping? Shit, um, like when I was in high school, shit, my homeboy down, they was rapping. Really, like we was on the football team together. I ain't, I wasn't no rapper, but everybody knew me, so they was like, shit, we did a song one time, and everybody like, you sound good, you feel me? My boy, keep going. And everything, I find kind of like. Fell in love with it, found my own sound, you know what I'm saying? Started doing my own thing and it just kept going and started, started pushing for me. Okay, okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. Yo, yo, okay, we just got stacks in the building, man. Let them know, but let, tell, them, tell them where you're from, man. Let them know who he is real quick. Catch a quick introduction. Highlight me, stacks. Was he muted? You muted, stacks. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, yeah, loud and clear, man. Tell the folks who you is, where you from, real quick, man. Yeah, yeah I go by Stacks. I'm from uh, Monmouth County, New Jersey. I represent the whole Monmouth County, right? Already, already, for sure, for sure. Nutty Balls, man, what got you into the music industry, man? What got you into rapping? Uh, man, I've been doing music since I was about, man, 14 years old. Uh, just in middle school, hanging out with the bros, man, doing the talent shows and stuff. Um, big pun, who's a big idol of mine, man. You know, I just seen him flex. I was a fat boy as a little kid, man. So I kind of had to push that strong arm on him and just his teachings kind of showed me that, man. And I kind of just made my own path with it. And I just made fat and sexy. You know what I mean? And that's a <laughs> shout out to him, man. I feel you, I feel you. Ain't wrong with it, man. I fuck with that. See the city. Highlight me, man. We got you into the rap game. Man, honestly, man, I ain't a rapper. I'm just good at it, G. <laughs> nah, nah, man. Honestly, man, I was doing dancing talent shows and singing a little bit, man, before I started rapping. Honestly, man, I was. It, was, it took one day. My best friend Alex, man, was on the back of the bus, man. He recorded me, and then took off from there, man. 
For sure, for sure. That's what's up, man. Sticky, yo, holla at me. What thought at the people, man? Let them know what got you in the rapping. Man, I was, I used to always just play with it for fun. Everybody used to tell me to get in the studio and stuff like that. I ain't never really give a fuck about it. I'm just like, nah, I ain't no rapper. So then I had got locked up, came home, I made a track. Everybody was going crazy about it. So then I just made another one. And then everybody just was on my heels for it. Like, so I was like, fuck it, I'll just make more music. Right? I fixed things. Kind of started off. Caught that momentum and kept riding, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no wrong with it. Flight risk, man. Holla at me, man. What, what? What? Tell me, talk to me, man. What, what got you rapping, man? What got you into the music industry? I've been doing it for like since like 2018, but really ain't wait a song. I just I had a little money and went to the studio. I mean, I had a passion for it. I just ain't never had a focus. So I, like I said, I'm doing it for um, I'm doing it for since 2018, but I did a three year bid when I sat down. So the first song, I really ain't. You know, pushed it too much. I really wasn't focused on it, but during that three years, I had to, you know what I'm saying, take care of everything I had. You know, that's the best time to focus okay. over mine. So okay. start writing. You know, I'm around a bunch of men. So as as different grown men around the world, different city keep telling me, oh, boy, that, that's, that's hard. It became, it didn't become passion. It became a sport. Where it became my passion. I feel like it's something I had to, you know, I, I got something I got to say. I just had to figure out how to do it. I've been locked in since. Okay, that was up, man. I like that story for real, for real. I can rock with that. Stacks, how at me, man? What got you into the rap game? Stacks, you muted. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. I basically basically was, you know what I'm saying? I always messed with the music, but I never really, like, pursued it until... My big bro, he passed away. He was into the music, so I was just like, yeah, I'm going to do it for him. Not just for me, but for him, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I understand that. Um, okay, well, all right, so let me ask you this. You in New York, what's your, what's what's New York scene like right now? What? <laughs> I mean, it's it's all about the drill right now. You got certain. I'm from Jersey. Okay. Okay. So what? The, what's the Jersey? What's the Jersey music saying like? You know. Right now they doing that 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 New Jersey drill. It's like a new sound they doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going crazy right now. Yeah, I caught on. I've been catching on to that. Like this has been the way, man. Y'all got y'all got y'all on the way of doing it though. You got a little spin to it, you know. All right with it though. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, describe your music, though. Do you do a little bit of real music? Who, who are you talking to? Nah, I don't, I, don't, I don't get down with the drill. I don't get down with the drill. I do, I do mostly like testimonial music. I really rap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 I don't got nothing against the drill thing, but it's, it's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand, man. You know, everybody got their own sound, got their own thing, got their own little niche, you know. So you ain't always yeah. got to go with, with, with what the crowd got going on, you know. Sometimes it's best not to go with what the crowd got going on. You create your own thing. The way you stand out, you yeah. don't sound like everybody. You know? I was always like that. I never really jumped on waves. I really, you know what I'm saying? I really just did my own thing. I feel you, I feel you. So, um, 
This is a question all y'all, man. We're going to start off with uh, B-Noy, and I'm going to work my way down. Um, what can you tell the viewers and listeners about you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what is, what, tell them about, you know, what type of music you make, you know, what type of artists you, you know, you, re, you really go for when you make your tunes. Got you. Um, so, first of all, my original name was Black New York. I changed it down to Be New York to kind of sound, make it sound ambiguous. What I mean by that is when you hear that name, you don't know what I do. And that's, that's my music style. Like, I'm inspired by the vibes of the 90s, uh, 80s, 70s. You know what I'm saying I'm chopping up samples like I'm listening to the sounds from the, fa- the past and taking it to the future. So I would say the type of music I make is that hip hop, but with a with a side of soul for the future. Like that's my that's my music. You feel me? So like I don't rap saying just for nothing. I, I put it together to make it sound like a symphony of, of noises and sounds. So that's I use the technology to my advantage. Type two. I got you, I got you. Uh, okay, city, city. Um, tell me, man, what like you know? Let the people know what type of music you make, and you know about your brand, and what you know anything that'll make them draw to your artistry. Man, I sing and rap, honestly. Uh, man, I, I think I created a new genre called hip hop, not hip hop, like pop, hip hop. So you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my first y'all gonna laugh at me, man. Yeah, my first CD was J-Lo on the 6, my dog. You feel what I'm saying? My mom used to work with Target. Yeah, I mean, I used to love J-Lo. Jeez. My next CD, my first my, my first black CD was Joe. And my next one was NSYNC, man. So I'm I'm, I'm all around with the junk. Yeah, man, I love it. Yeah, so, I love it with it. Ain't nothing wrong man. with it, man. Diversity, bro. That's what it's man, about. Hell yeah, man. All right. You know, Dre Red, holla at me. What got you started, man? You said what got me started? No, what got you started. I'm sorry. No, but tell you, you know, tell the people about your music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's oh, well, shit, I, me personally, shit, I made a little bit of everything. Like, I got a song like called Two Reasons. I made about my kid. Like, when I tell people that, they think I'm like real sensitive on it. But like, it's something like when they you listen to it, they like you can play this in a club and it's it's saying some real shit. You feel me? So it's like coming from me, I'm a young nigga, so they be thinking. They be thinking I'm just like drill music and woo woo all that crazy stuff, but I do it all. Like I can make female music and all that. You know, so I got my own little sound. And you feel me? I just kind of like versatile. I'm real versatile. So I ain't no singer or nothing, but you know what I'm saying? I do it <laughs> whatever, but it's whatever. I, I match whatever flow. Like whatever, like somebody send me a feature right now, whatever you want, I'm on. You know what I'm saying? I can, I feel I can match you. That's what it's about, bro. That versatility is real key these days in the music industry, man. Because the music industry itself is kind of all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not so much in a bad way, but you got so many different sounds, so many different lanes you can hop into. You know, and the more you can hop into, that's you know, that's more that's more listeners, more ears to your music. You know what I'm saying? And it's well showing how versatile you can be. You know? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Another boss. How at me, man? Like you know, let the people know. You know. Tell them about your music. Uh, man, uh, my music, man, uh, I've been doing, again, like I said, I've been doing music for about 15 years. I started off um, hardcore rap. I mean, I've been listening to, like, my whole life, like, DMX, Big Pun, Pac, Biggie, like, that. those were the my vibe, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. of course, my first and second album came out, like, hardcore rap, you know what I'm saying? Of course, but that don't. That could only take you so far. I mean, it ain't really going to bring in the big wagons, like the ones that I wanted to see. So, um, you know, um, my third album, this last one that I just that just came out called Out of Madness. Please check it out. It's on all stores right now, all social media, um, all places you can find it online. 
Out of Madness by Nutty Bars. Um, it's more of a commercial wave. There's something on that album for everyone. I've actually transitioned my music into like a new leaf, man. Um, there's a little bit of like hardcore rap, hip hop, pop. You know what I'm saying? There's something on my album for everyone. So if you don't like number one, listen to number two because I for sure you're going to like it. And if not, the number three's the one. I guarantee you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you're going to find some on that for sure. Yeah, Just give them yeah. a yeah, man. Uh, I agree sure. with you, my brother. There's nothing against trap nothing against the drill nothing against none of that if you can take all of those elements and put it into your story you shouldn't have an issue in this game at all you know what i'm saying right you know with that being said there's something on my album for everyone so please tune in appreciate you that's real that's real sticky yo man let people know about your music man tell them what they about to you know what i'm saying what they're gonna hear before they tune into it i'm saying i got like i I make all types of music like I like to be versatile with it I like to challenge myself into like different ways to make music and stuff like that so it's like you might hear I got drill songs then I got I got like rap R&B you know like I I move around a lot then I got some I I just started working with some auto-tune stuff like so it's like more like singing almost like it's something new I just started working on but it sounds fire. hey just keep growing bro just keep growing man yeah Oh, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Slight wrist. Holler at me, man. What can we, you know what I'm saying? What type of music you bring to the table, man? What we, what can we expect for flight wrist? Um, hey, the name speaks for itself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like, I try to lobby. I used to listen, before I even started doing music, you know what I'm saying? That's like everybody, you listen to a lot of music. Like, now I don't listen to too many mainstream artists because I don't want to, like, oh, I like this. I'm gonna make a song just like this. Nah. Cause then it gets in your head that vibe, like you may rock with, it, so you you automatically feel like, okay, well, this my lane. Not that ain't your lane. That's just your vibe. That's what you like. That's that type of right. my, like, I try to, you know, a lot of people go off topic. And let me just say that I'm to the, I'm topic to the point. Like I got young nigga shit, self explanatory. But females, I'm about to uh, YNS. I mean, um, all the way right now, AW. So anybody ever been incarcerated, then you know when they tell you pack it up. ATW going all the way, yeah. so it's like I, I, I stick to the point. So whatever any any song I got that that's once you see the name, you gonna know what the song about. It ain't gonna go off topic. It's straight to the point. Like, but I'm I'm you know I'm more I'm more I ain't gonna say more, but I, now the way I tell my story, how how you know I started doing music, and as well as the way I put my story to the world, I can't put it hardcore. You know what I'm saying? I can't just Ah, ah, cause get what? Like, uh, y'all was saying, since we came in, you know, you can't put guns in your video, drugs and all that. You indicting yourself? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's so crazy. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? They looking for it, so I be like, okay, well, boom. I cannot put it. I, I want my grandma to listen to my song. You got to put a little, a little melody, a little harmonized, not so singing, but if not, auntie, grandma, uh, great grandma. Like, if it got a hardcore beat, you come in. I like not listening. You got the attention. That's all you want to do is get attention. You got That's three topics. They either like your music, don't like your music, or you don't know if they like your music. I'm attracting the people who don't know if they like my music because them the ones I'm trying to convince. Because the other two, it don't matter what I put out. He don't like me. He ain't gonna ever like me. It's cool. The ones that do like my music, it don't matter what I put out. They gonna like my music. So I'm gonna like don't know. But so I gotta put it in a way where. Like I said, kids, grandma, auntie, everybody can play it. And like, hold on. Like, before you can really be like, 
big fight that you're going to hear. I'm telling you, explaining it to you. I on right now. Hey, look, I don't know if y'all know about him. I got these uh mixtape right now called The Risk I Took. You know what I'm saying? So that's self-explanatory. It's out on all platforms right now. And then I got mm-hmm. a way called All The Way. So that drop on the 22nd. Stay tuned for that. But like I said, it's, it's, I'm putting out to the world my story in a way that they can understand. Well, all that traveling and stuff. Now, nah, you like certain people, they, they look for appearance and could tell, like, they, you, you know, they not can tell. They, they judge you by how you look. So when how you, you carry yourself, yeah. Yeah, when you hear my story, you you can, if you're smart or if you don't know, like I said, the, the people who don't know, I want you to listen because I'm going to tell you it. I may not show you it because I can't, but if you understand and you understand music, you understand lyrics, you understand the world of music, the industry of music, you're going to listen to it and be like, dang, I get exactly what he's saying without me putting it in words, whereas, you know, hey, uh, sir, what you just said in that song? Yeah, let me holler at you for a second. I remember that. Nah, you ain't. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? So I get straight to the point. Like I said, I'm happy. I say my music. If I had to sum it up to a word, I say it's straight to the point. It's flight risk, like taking off. And- hey, man. Listen, bro. I rock with everything you said. Respect, man. I don't respect on what you said, bro. I move. I move with the same rules and principles. You know what I'm saying? I can rock with all that you just said. For real, for real. Uh, stacks, man. Let the people know what they can expect from you and your music, man. You know what I'm saying? Talk to them. Nah, my music is basically like I do. I do my music for the streets. You know what I mean? I'm using something that people can feel. You know what I'm saying? I do testimonial. You know what I'm saying? I do clubs, songs for the club. You know what I mean? Basically, yeah, basically shit for the streets that people can feel. You know what I mean? Right, right. Okay, okay. And I'm wrong with that, man. Listen to all the listeners, man. If you want to call in, ask these guys any questions, or if you got anything you want to get off your chest about the show, how you feel about the show so far, man. Um, you can call in 929-441-2417. That number's at the bottom. You know, if you support this show and this network, you know, hit that cash app too. That's going across the screen too as we speak. And if you don't see it, it's dollar sign the evening rush, man. So what we're gonna do first off before we continue, uh, we're gonna get into some music, man. I want I wanna let the people get a you know, get a little taste of your guys' music. So um first off, we're gonna start off with stacks, man. Um we're gonna play a single for stacks. Uh stacks, you wanna introduce your single? Yeah, nah, this my um, my, this one of my singles off my album is coming out. My album called Hustler Story. It should be dropping real soon. This song's called um, it's called Trouble Times. Oh, let's get it. Let's go. Laying a brick every day instead of trying to build a brick wall. Just lay a brick every day. Eventually, you look up, you don't have a brick wall. This struggle got me contemplating, no time for the conversation. Back and forth, pacing, hard racing, gotta skip the waiting. The time waits for no man, get with the program. This 40 rock, you to sleep like a slow jam, you don't hear me though. Chosen one, I got a different flow. Bruce Lee, Roy with the bars, I got a different glow. Statistics show, just sign my deal, so what you hating for? Laying with a bad Spanish mommy, she like a centiphone. Smoking all this goddamn gas, it got my vision low. Weed so green with the power, I call it Piccolo. PG of my team, you're step with that give and go. My young 
rowdy with the pole. Just letting you niggas know. I talk to God cause he the only one that knows what I'm going through. That internet beef in your face, dog. What you gonna do? Mama, I apologize for my wages. Gotta blame the streets. Agony defeat. Got me loading up my heat. Gotta watch for these suckers. I make a movie with this blockbuster. If you don't love me, then it's fucking. This pain that's living inside, it made me tougher. These streets is a bitch. Turn my back, but I love her. It's crazy how I love her. I don't feel comfortable unless I know I'm going above and beyond with my preparation. Things that possibly could happen. If I ain't take real steps to prevent those things, I'm not comfortable. Coming up, we was mobbing steady, wilding on the strip. Hit the club with my... Yeah, man. I like that. I like that. So, so real quick, man. Tell me what was the thought process with uh, putting that track together. What'd you say? I said real quick, tell me what was the thought process of putting that track together, you know what I'm saying? What led to you writing that, you know what I'm saying? Writing them lyrics and laying them down like that, the way you did. I mean, it, it was a situation I was going through, you know what I'm saying? I just came home, probably like, probably been home for like a year. And um, I just put all my feelings and emotions into that, into that song right there. I feel, okay. Like I said, I asked, man, you know, every song got a story, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, you know, I rock with that though. I rock with that, bro. I'm like, yeah, so y'all be sure to check him out, man. Y'all go get that single when it drop, you know. So next up, man, we got City City. Uh introduce your um your single, man. Tell them if it's out, you know what I'm saying, what platforms, and we're gonna roll on into it. Man, City City, man, way too long was on every platform, streaming live everywhere, man. Apple, uh Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff, G. Uh uh-uh. the song came from man, I I was at the barbershop because I cut hair and stuff like that. I'm at the barbershop. My man was pissing me off, G. But he got me a hit. He got me a hit. got me a hit. You know, I, I'm tired of pleasing this guy, G. No homo, G. So I go to the studio, man. I come back, man. I pay in the Uber, and the Uber go crazy. I'm just trying to process still. You know how we do. I'm trying to process still. And, and the next thing you know, man, I play in the shop, and it goes crazy. I, I, do, I do a lot of performance. It's going bananas. I'm like, man, this is it. This is it. So way too long, man. City, city. That's right. Way too long about city, city. I'm like fucking nine to five. I think go ahead and get it. But I'm tired of being tired. This position. I've been doing it way too long. What he got, I need my roses while I'm here. It's been way too long. Way Should go get that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Way too long. City, city, man. Yeah. 
know. I let me. What's up? You know what I'm saying? What you what 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 you what you brought what you brought for me today, man? What we listening to? You know what I'm saying? Tell mm-hmm. them let the people know what they about the what they about to have their ears tuned to and where can they get it from, you know? Man, this a whole vibe. So I don't got no music out, so this is my story, right? I would just send my music to uh these different little uh like radio show type things and um I ran into this uh Philly radio, Philly New Jersey, Delaware radio called Indie one oh one point nine, I believe. Uh, independent radio and I sent it in it's called the come up show or like who next and it got voted into this list and it played for almost six months and I had no recollection of it because I had left and went to the little basic training for the army so when I came back this was this song they told me that I went through all these treatment competitions and won all this stuff so this is what you're about to hear is a song that's not out but it is out so like it's, it's, it's worldwide <laughs> it's worldwide on the underground radio station network but it's not out so Hope you enjoy it. All right, what's the name of this track? It's called Bobby Boucher Jr. Mama's Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Love you, mama. Always teaching me something. Yeah. Uh. Haters gonna hate. Lovers gonna love. Stream gonna stream. Yeah. Money that they stream. Yeah. Dollar bill. Dollar yeah. Haters gon' hate, lovers gon' love, a stream gon' stream, yeah. Money that's that green, mama said it more, bitches in the stream. Clown fist, got your boy feeling like me, mo. I sing for you, but it's only see notes. You get paid a single, just to be the cutest single. Got on the top, but like the roof is single. You a little shaky, and like Mr. Tatos in the box, you a little flaky. Your love's fan in the slaves, I run with those mannequins. When you gon' stop being mad, then let me be your mannequin. Never lose, cause I was taught to win. And taught to grind, I support the love when you ain't even mine. That's by the lines, like it's adding up. I like your body in this room, and I proceed to like these. Yes, sir. Hey, and for all my people just tuning in, man, this is the industry podcast, man. We do this for the culture. We're talking about everything from music to sports to everything you can put your mind to that you can think of to ask me about. We're going to talk about it with the help of some great guests along the way, man. And if you don't know, I got this panel of great artists, man, versatile artists, you know. Shout out to Titan Baron, Mr. Rush. You know, we got them all on the panel. We're talking about the music, man. What you just heard was a song from B. Noor, you know, um, Bobby Boucher, you know. Said it's out, but it ain't not at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I'm rocking with it. And uh, next up, we got Stick Yo. Yo, holla at me, bro. Tell me what you brought What you brought for us today. What we going to be listening to, man? Yeah, y'all going to be listening to uh, the name of it. I'm, I'm naming it Her Favorite. I'm working on an album. I'm going to put it together. That's going to be on the album and all that. This ain't one of my hardest, but it, it, it's something that a lot of people like. It's something that the crowd is going crazy for. Gotcha. Let's get it. What's the name of the track again? Let me know on the time. Her favorite. Cyclops. Girl, you got me straight. 
struggle, bugging. Thoughts in my head, I can't fuck with them. Clean in my cup, start bubbling. Couple more sips, then I'm done again. Fuck her till she leaves. Now she wanna talk about it, baby. Got me staring at it like she crazy. Thoughts in my head, I can't take them. Take another pill and get faded. Bitches come through and get wasted. Take a little drug and get naked. Percocet crazy. I fuck her deep, she be screaming my name. Scratching it, biting it, look like we fighting. Moaning and screaming, I keep that bitch feeding. When I start to eat it, she say I'm the meanest. Beat it up, beat it up. Bitch, I be tweaking. Drowning in that ocean, she love how I'm stroking. I bust on that bitch, she gon' look up the potion. She running and spraying like it's the Olympics. I'm laughing and joking, she caught in the feeling. I be about that pussy, switch clothes on. I'm drilling grip souls with this dick. She gon' tell me a business. Nasty, red, street. And I ain't looking for no title. I'm just looking for a couple nighters. Hanging on the walls, I'm a fighter. I can fuck you better than your ass. Have you looking at a bigger bag? Fucking with a shower with a bed. Lay sick and body in the head. I got that pussy back and footy mad. Heart beating fast to a chest. Trying to put a pause on the deck. Big too long, got a stress. I'm not a little nigga, I'm a vet. I bet I make it harder for your neck. Bloody. Bloody. Hey, I like that, man. I rock with that. That's a vibe, too, for sure, for sure, bro. For real, for yeah, real. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, remember, bro, every track you drop is hard, bro. Ain't nothing hard. Every, all of them hard, man. Don't, 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 oh, yeah, don't for sure. Every track, man. Every track hard, bro. So uh, what's, what was the thought process behind that track that you that you, that you you just dropped, though? What, was, what, what made you put that together? I was cool with this female and all that, and then she was like, she was talking to me about music. And like I was only good with certain beats, and then she was like, "You should try this beat." So I just tried it, man, and it just went crazy. Yeah, bro, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I I, I rock with that song though, for sure. I really do. Hey, Flight Ooh, Risk, what you got from? Oh yeah, you know that's that. I was gonna do the all the way, you know what I'm saying, but since it's finna drop, I said I'm gonna put it on. You know what I'm saying a little pause. You know I mean, but I got on like this. A little minute, thirty second, little track, some major, some straight to the point, you know. So slight, so slight, little slight day. Ah, uh, he said, give him a little slight right now, too major. I feel you. Let's go and run up. Let's get into that track, man. Let's go. Yo, nigga, My mama, she want me to quit. I'm in the street, so I play by the rules. If I don't, then I know that I'm guessing the lose. I'm in the kitchen, whoop up with a spoon. 28, I bring it back, 32. We got a trap going numbers. We don't leave the house, even know it's the summer. Giving the block to the young niggas, they beat it up. Coming back in the bit by the homer. I'm in the field and they won't catch a lacking. Cause I'm better packing, I'm ready for action. Like it's the game, pull up, see what happens. Dick on the glock, you can call it my fashion. I know they won't be locked up cause I'm on the street bucket. My young niggas with me, they out there fucking. Terry, I see that, I'm calling me Terry. They come to pack, kick it out like it's running. We get it off with a local. We fuck with amigos that come by the boat. Try to rob us and they body gon' float. I dive at the sick and tell by the oak. You run the city, the new to the topic. And born in the 90s, then you need to stop it. Cut out the middle, man, we roll the profit. We taking over, you see, we the hottest. I'm on my young nigga, shit, 23. You a fool if you think I won't hit me a lick. I want the money, I'm trying to get rich. Okay. Well, I ain't going like me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. You lit, boy. Point quick, get in, get up out of there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I feel it. I feel it. I fuck with it, man. That's pretty much what you was on creating that too, huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, yeah, that was like one of the really the first. Yeah, matter of fact, that was the first thing that really it hit like 25k and maybe like a week, week and a half. But that's because of how it's so short, so people can't hold on. Let me play this shit back. 
You know what I'm saying? They like, hold on, let me. What do, what do you think? Yeah. All right. So yeah, definitely. I was, you know, young niggas shit. Like everybody on that, you know, in the clubs, the son they could play in the club. But main, I ain't even gonna cap the kids. Really was like I had to make a clean version ASAP. Cause they <laughs> on the hour. Yeah, niece nephew, they always yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh, chill. Hold on. Uh-uh. Hey, watch it, watch it. Let me make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I rock with that man. I can I can I can dig it, bro. I can dig it. You feel me? I definitely can. Uh, Dre Red man, holla at me. I see you was in the camera earlier, like you had some gold. What, was it? what you got going on, man? What's good, bro? Hey, I just left a bar, man. I'm over here kind of touch a little bit. You but... feeling good, my, my boy? You feeling good, man? But nah, man. I think I think I sent in that on. I want to rock. You feel me? That was uh. It's a song with me and my own, my boy, my, me and my two homeboys. We actually had a group. We was a group at one point, you feel me? But we end up, you know what I'm saying, kind of doing our own thing. But we really just was in the studio one night, and that was just like what came to my mind. Like, I want to rock. We heard the beat, and I was just like, shit, I want to rock. That's how I was feeling. Yeah. That's what we named it. That's what we called it, shit. And that's just, we just going back and forth on it. Like, really kind of, I'm on the hook. And then we got, like, three verses. And, but they short though, they ain't like you know what I'm saying, running long as hell. But guys, though, they like it. I ain't really like I, I ain't really too much care for it because it's like I did it so quick. But you know, them kind of be like the ones you people be, they be that's what they like. So I like, I everybody, yeah, I'm really be the ones, the ones you hate, be the ones that everybody love, bro. That's no. it, really heavy, man, for real. Yeah. yeah, so let's get into it. Is out on our platforms. Oh yeah, it's out on our platform. You look me up on Dread Dread Red D um R E D D two Ds. You know what I'm saying? Look it up. I got plenty of music out. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go check that out. For sure, man. Y'all check this out, man. Too. I can't. I gotta give it to you, man. My boy, my boy did that, man. He do all my cover. He he, what them bitches up quick, but 
Hey, I need to. I need you to make that connection for me, my boy. I might need to highlight him on, the, uh, on that cover art for sure. I plug in. They hit me up. Bet, bet for sure. Say less. Oh, y'all boys, hit me up, man. That's what. Hey, for sure though. Yeah, man. Listen, this ain't just look. You know what I'm saying? I'm interviewing y'all, but listen, bro, we can all network. This is another spot, you know what I'm saying? We can meet, link up, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can you know, all work. You just a network, you know what I'm saying? We working, bro. That's all hey, I'm saying. Let's go on the same team, man. Everybody follow everybody. Everybody, yeah, most definitely. you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we can, we can only win if we work together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, baby. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody bigger than that person right here, bro. Everybody got the same goal, same drive. Let's eat, let's work, you know what I'm saying? Nobody. I can't hear you. I can't hear you, flight risk. What you say? No, I was saying, you know, nobody buy sitting cover our you know, role manager. Only than what it is, everybody got somebody with them. You know, you know what I'm saying? You got to where you can't do it by yourself. Yeah, so, shit. See me, I ain't the type. I ask for help. Shit, me, I write a bit. I still bitch doing something, and he doing good with it. I'll be like, hey, bro, how you, how you, how you feel me? How you get you know like? What I'm saying? Oh my, no ain't no pride in it, man. I don't give a damn. You feel me? <laughs> See, I'm just ready to turn it up. Like, I was ready for it to go crazy. For real. That's it, man. That's all. That's it. I think we all are. Uh, only thing we can do now, bro, just keep making, just keep, you know what I'm saying, putting these hits together. So when it's time to take off, everybody good to go. They want some boom. There you go. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. got what they need. We finna rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? We finna take off, bro. The only way is up is here. I mean, it's from yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? We just got to have some patience. You know what I'm saying? Some consistency. That's all. Yeah. Everything will work out, bro, for sure. And again, man, I want to shout out to all my listeners, man. Let's tune into the industry podcast. If you want to call in, ask any questions, or tell me how you feel about the show, don't forget the number is 929-441-2417. You know, like I said earlier, hit that cash out. Go on, donate, man, if you support the, the network and the show, man. That's dollar sign, the evening rush. That's D-A, evening rush. And, um... You know, we're going to get into this last, you know what I'm saying, this last single, man, from Nutty Bars. You know, they say we're saving the greatest for last. You know, let's see what you, let's see what you got, man. Appreciate you know what I'm it. Saying? Let's see what you got, man. I, mean, hey, you know, I, heard, about, I heard about right. Nutty Bars, boy. I heard yeah, about Creek, boy. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. I'm humbled, so, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I ain't no wrong with it, man. Go introduce this track, man. Let's check out, see what you got. So this song right here is called um, Coyote Ugly. Um, so my album, I was trying, I was trying to perform the best way I can. My transition from like hardcore rap man to like, you know, commercial music, something that'll get that radio play. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to play for them spins. You know what I mean? So uh, what I did was I just kind of like I sat in the lab and I tuned into the best one I could think of, like. To the best one I found that really made me like dance. Like I'm sitting here stone, just like I'm breaking a move and dancing a jig in my own crib. Like, and it was like something that I could even see a gangster move to, man. Like, and that's kind of why what what inspired Coyote Ugly, man. And um, you know, shout out to uh my brothers, man, Tone Beats, man, Flo. They passed away, and they are the ones who inspired the album, and they told me that this time around to make sure i go commercial and this is what coyote ugly is man it's as as commercial as i could think of man so praise be
different issues. Plus in the moon, dancing on the moon. That's the rhythm of the beat, yeah. That's the rhythm of the beat, yeah. Oh, look who's talking, look who's talking, look who's talking to you now. You can take it, you can talk it, you can pass it all around. If it hits you like a virus, you can blame it on the sound. All the rhythm in your body, you can put it on the ground like that. Oh, you so you better get it, boy. From the gates to thugs to them pretty boys. When it's on, put on for your city, boy. The sky's the limit when you can feel the noise. Come on now, shorty, and drop it low. Ooh, merry go round and round you go. Ooh, bust the move when you hit the floor. Ooh, pull it away and make a mask for more. Ooh, now keep your eyes on me, okay? Take a step and push it away. I'm so into it, I can't feel my face. If you see me tomorrow, I might be wearing a dress. Can you feel the shake? You know you got it. Don't wanna nod your head, she can't stop it. That's the feeling of the beat, yeah. That's the feeling of the beat, yeah. Oh, we've been the gangster. <laughs> you got me over here vibing. I like it, bro. I rock with it. I rock with it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, it got a little bit of a hip hop um verse to it. I know y'all played a lot of tracks and stuff, so y'all cutting them short. But if y'all want to tune into that, man, check it out. It's on Spotify, Auto Tunes. It got a little hip hop verse into it, and that's not it. You know, that's not all you'll hear on my album. You'll hear a lot of like, you know, hardcore rap still. You'll hear some some shit that the fellas about to, you know what I mean? And you'll also hear some inspirational stuff. Like I said, there's something there for everyone, man. You know, so out of madness, check it out. It's out in, in stores right now, like all online stores, man. Shout out to Russ for this opportunity and, and the evening rush network for this opportunity, man. Chino, thanks for having me for show, no man. Problem, bro. Appreciate, Appreciate you for the I'm play, known. man. I'm humble. Thank you. For sure, for no sure. Problem. Yes, sir. So uh flight risk, man. Rest, man. <laughs> I got a question for you, bro. Yes, sir. So so you know. Uh, you don't know, but we both had dealings with uh um uh, booming, uh, you know what I'm saying? I think it, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we done had some dealings with that, you know. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna get into <coughs> you know, I let one slip. We don't get to no names or specifics for sure, for sure. But uh can you you know you wanna kinda harp on that tip me what happened with your situation, you know what I'm saying, as much as you can without saying too much, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, I'm gonna inform them basically like shit. <clears throat> You gotta watch what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, it depends on, like I said, doing three years for, to the dope. You know what I'm saying? It, a, lot, a lot of people that shit ain't it ain't a lot of time, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't number 26. So, but I had a lot of shit I took care of. You feel what I'm saying? So getting out, my mind was sober. I'm focused. I'm like, okay, I know what I'm finna do. First person that hear my music, you know what I'm saying, was authentic. They like, yo, pull up, come sit down, consultation, woo, woo, woo. Now mind you. I was doing it 2018. I opened up for Blow, Mar, Quill, uh, Rest in Peace, Marlo, 21, all of them. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't know what I was doing. I was just out there doing music, brr, doing, paying the folk 25. Oh, bring 10 people, pay you, perform for show. And you said, brr, and I wouldn't get no sex. I wouldn't get anyway. Long so short. Um, I, people say that then still make the story long. Look though, it's it's <laughs> jumped out. You know what I'm saying? I had some money. Chang ain't his prison. You know what I'm saying? So I jumped out, had some money. Ran across and they like, oh, we digging your music. Hyped me up, put a battery in my back, and I went for it. You know what I'm saying? So once, all right, I, it was like four four different package deals you could get. You know what I'm saying? It was five, five seven, ten, fifteen. So me, I ain't had fifteen, but like I said, I had a plan. I had something to do. So boom, I was like, you know what? It was like, then they made it sound so good. He like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, look, the the high, the fifteen, we just gonna go ahead and get to you for ten. So me, I'm like, oh, the whole package? 
Like, and I got people to give me a tail. <laughs> Let's do it, huh? Here you go. And <laughs> and the only thing I can say, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna speak the whole truth. They did exactly what the paper said. Not nothing else, not nothing more, not aside from what it was, you know what I'm saying? Video uh uh studio session, get everything LLC, I I I. But as far as pushing, oh I pushed everything myself. Like and it and I ain't knowing because like I said, I'm thinking, yeah, I got a whole team doing computer work and and they behind the door going crack, man. And that was not nothing close to what was going on. So yeah, man. like I said, I gave them a whole check. Not, you know, people do payments throughout your it was this is a deal I was in 12, 13 months. You know what I'm saying? So people do pay, same day I went, they told me, put the battery in my back. I came back like two, three days later, all right, here go ten thousand. Now mine just a distribution deal, but they put it like I was just, you know what I'm saying, like you you don't know what you're doing. We finna, we got you. So, basically, like like I said, I was doing everything myself. Mm-hmm. I gave them folks. I ain't doing no payments. I gave them cash, and I'm doing shows. I get paid for shows right now through myself. They they I all right. I ain't get no book shows. They didn't book me a show. They didn't pull up to a show. It was members of like of authentic that I built a personal bond with that pulled up and filmed me in. You know I'm saying send me the video. I I but as far as the actual team behind mm-hmm. me, the people that I gave $10,000 to, it wasn't nothing of it was some everybody right here probably doing and did they sell for a cheaper, if not some yeah. close to a whole 10000 now and you know what I'm saying, but like I said it's both our fault, I didn't know what I was doing so I let them finagle and finesse me you know what I'm saying? Because I was so, oh, yeah, I'm going to get out. I got to do this music. I got to get signed. I, I want to see a label. I want to see some money. I want to, uh. So then 12, 13 months later, hey, I'm saying, what happened to that? Um, I don't get no Apple Music check because I just got to be by myself and signed up on um United Masters. And if y'all listen, y'all can go get that. It distributes your music 100% free. You know what I'm saying? But so they, I push it through United Masters. And you know what I'm saying? Look, you got to get a certain amount. Of money, I think it's like fifty dollars. It's like fifty dollars, yeah. And you put it like, or you could even take your money out. So I'm like, oh, you know, it ain't much in there, but yo, these this numbers adding up. Hey, y'all, um, where my music y'all distributing? Um, and I paid that. Let me add that in. I paid an additional two fifty to have them distribute my music. Ninety ten my way, but um, yeah, it was ninety ten my way, and then it was a one time fee, and I tell them stop whenever I wanted to. So I'm thinking I didn't drop the whole. Club under my name, NPR Flight Risk, on all platforms, you know what I'm saying? So as I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh, y'all ain't got a little check for me, a little something for me? And, you know, they was like, oh, we ain't, we ain't, we have not distributed one of your songs. So now mine just 13 months later. I'm sitting here, so now I get to ask some questions. I'm lost. I'm out here doing show. They paying me. They booking me. I'm doing everything myself. So I'm like, why the hell did I get these folks 10 racks? So now the questions come in, and they like, you know, yeah, they got answers, but none of them. Call my bad. Um, but none of them was right. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, y'all ain't distributed not one song. Nah, you never told us to. You never said nothing about the music. Now, mind you, in that package deal, I got a feature with one of their signed artists that was dropped, released, and it's on the mixtape right now. How y'all ain't distribute one song and? T- 13 months, I want to say more than that, but I'm just going to say 12, 13 months, y'all have not distributed one song for me. Now, mind you, I'm going to drop another single, you know, which is by them because that's a part of the, the deal. They owe me a video, one song, I, I, so I did all that with one song all the way, you know what I'm saying? So 
that's the only thing that now they like, oh, we finna, yeah, we're gonna distribute that and call us. Hey, did you get an email? Hey, woo, woo, woo. I said, why I gotta wait for me to get on y'all ass and meet Terrence Russ before you even Yeah, man. Are you scared? Because the highest individual that y'all work for has a distribution, has a publishing through them. So now, as soon as you hear any uh, 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 specific name, you like, damn. Well, all right, hold on, give us one second. We finna um, and we need one last meeting for you to come in and close everything. And I, but I'm like, why? Okay, did so you, now they want to handle their business now. It's a hundred of y'all, and it's one of me, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm learning as I go. But y'all say y'all know this, and y'all told me y'all knew this. I went based off of y'all word. I told y'all what I was gonna do. Hey, I'm a I'm a drop. Like I'm finna go crazy. Videos I pay for some myself. I, I whatever I need to do, let me know. And I'm, you know, what I'm saying I ain't finna just let y'all do the work, but y'all didn't do nothing. And I paid, you know, what I'm saying I gave y'all money. I ain't, and you know, a lot of people, some of y'all may know, a lot of people start leaving, leaving, leaving. I mind you, these are the same people that I'm talking to. Like, yo, put me down. Like, let me know. Am I tripping? Is everything everybody's saying true? Nah, I right, cool. I'm going with y'all word. We a team. I'm, I, y'all ain't, you know what I'm saying? I trust you. Y'all trust me. Boom. Next thing you know, now as y'all falling off and leaving, then it's, yeah, man, it was, you know, and I just had, uh, why mm. you here 13 months ago, but eight months yeah, ago. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like I said, I ain't going to get them all the fault because I didn't know. Nobody told me, but that's what I went to y'all for. That's what I paid the consultation to come to y'all and tell y'all what I want, where I want to go. And y'all tell me, yeah, I got you. We, we can't guarantee, but this is what we going to ah, and you didn't do that. Y'all wasn't, you know, y'all didn't do that because y'all were a team. Y'all told me y'all were a team. Y'all made it sound good. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I went for it, but I, I, but I put the work in myself every page. So I just had one, and um, I don't know if y'all got the video yet. I was just um, took a picture with Lamar Odom. I'm saying at the club Aces, a paid show I'm at. You got Lamar Odom, Sukiana, uh, Reggie, uh, Lodano. You know what I'm saying? Major. And they still paid me. It may not have been what they got, but they paid me my. Hey, bro, as long as you getting something while you're doing something, you know. I, you know what I'm saying? So, but now they want to tighten up. But mainly, watch where you put your money. Watch where you invest. Like you can be eager. It's the difference between being eager and dumb. I was both of them. You know what I'm saying? So, I had it. I knew where I wanted to go, but I believe what they said. You know what I'm saying? You can't. How do I know not to trust you if I ain't never tried to trust you? I just right. paid it all. If I wouldn't pay the all, I still have something. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, earn now. I'm blessed to be exactly where I'm at. (laughs) See what I'm saying? So, and it got At the end of the day, bro, every situation in the L is a lesson. You know, every L in the loss, you know what I'm saying? It's a lesson. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah, I definitely had the same thing. But see, the the way I was able to catch the cap from the beginning was I was doing the same thing you was doing, but just way before the authentic empire came along. Like, I was just finding for, like, oh, you need 2,500? Bet. Five bands? Bet. You know, this bet. Like, make it happen. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like, you know, it's not happening or they just using my money to get bots. And then I'm like, what, you know, these numbers ain't adding up to the money and I'm getting all kinds of, you know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can relate, bro. You know what I'm saying? So when I seen that, when I ran into them, some things won't make sense to me anyway. And some questions won't get answered the way that made me feel comfortable to move forward with them. You know what I'm saying? I ain't get as deep into it as you, you know what I'm saying? But the more I'm here, man, I'm kind of glad I did. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Ain't nothing but a lesson learned. You just know you how you, you know, like you said, you can't take your money to everybody. You can't you can't do business with everybody, man. 
and their wordplay too. You gotta watch that wordplay, whether it's what they're telling you or what's on that paper. You gotta watch that wordplay, boy. Show for show. But um, you know, so I got a, I got a question for Dre Red, man. You got a record label, don't you? You got a label, don't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, tell us about the label, man. You know, what is it? What y'all stand on? You know, what y'all, how y'all moving? We got a label, you feel me? My daddy, my daddy, um, he started, you know what I'm saying? He been, he been doing this thing, you feel me? He had a label before called Ghetto Dynasty, you know what I'm saying? But he ended up going to the feds and all that. So, you know, he did, he did his time. He did like 10 years. Then he got back out and he started another label called Green Game Entertainment, not Game, you feel me? Can't be hollering about Game, you know, they be, Already. they be trying to do that thing, but... Green yeah. Game Entertainment, you feel me? You know, just basically trying to just get really me and more, me and whoever, whoever, whoever rocking with me, you know what I'm saying? Get us all the ground, get us to, you know what I'm saying? He teaching me all the game, you know what I'm saying, early. So I ain't have to, you know what I'm saying, go out there because I was already doing my own music thing by myself while he was in jail, you know what I'm saying? I, I was, shit, he was going like my whole childhood. So I was just started rapping. He got out. He was like, you know, I already was doing this. So might as well go ahead and let me. Managing all this stuff, so that's kind of what we started doing. You know, label Green Game Entertainment, coming out of on um, he out of Plant City, Plant City, Florida, and we just basically independent on um, record label, just trying to you know what I'm saying get get where we can go, see what we how far we can get it, see how far and and bring whoever else with us, you know what I'm saying whoever trying to rock with us, you know what I'm saying rock with us and come along with us. But yeah, so it's like it ain't too much. It ain't too much like you can come in and just tell me like you can't just come and just tell me anything you feel me and they can't just come in here and oh this is what I'm doing this is what I'm doing you feel me because I'm already was already a lot of that stuff I was already doing before so it's like when I met Rush he like man what you doing what y'all doing you know what I'm saying it's great but I'm trying to take it to the next level you feel me so that's really I saw if you can't if you ain't trying to benefit or help you know what I'm saying I ain't really trying to hear that you like hey, to man for real. Hey. Everybody got the same dream. Feel me? I'm a single dad. Feel me? I got two kids. They stay with me every day. So it's like, it's, I ain't just out here just spending money in the studio just to be doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's a hobby and all that right now because it ain't really paying like it's supposed to. But once it becomes, you know what I'm saying? Once you start money, start coming in, it's a job. So it's like, I'm trying to make it a job. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to just be out here just doing it just to do it, even though I love it. But I feel it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get that you get to that certain age, but you know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta you gotta be beneficial, you gotta bring something yeah, to the table. Yeah, too. I'm you know I've been rapping, like I've been making music, like it ain't even though I want really too much into it, cause like I shit, I'm a regular dude, you feel me? I, I I'm out here every day doing what I need to do, you feel me? So it's like the music is just something I was doing, but so it's like now that I kinda got, got locked in, it's like I'm just trying to see what see what see what it is. Cause we I got the music. We got the music. I just need, you know what I'm saying, to push and everybody, you know what I'm saying, to push and the platforms and all that. And it's going to do that thing. Facts, facts, man. Well, look, man, I appreciate all y'all for coming through, man. Like I told y'all earlier, bro, we a team. We're going to work together. I got a lot of y'all in the group message, man. Y'all hit me up. We can chop it up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to work. Y'all want to link up. Whatever the case may be, man. Like I said, I appreciate all y'all boys coming through, dropping them hot singles, man. Y'all make sure y'all, I'm just, y'all, make sure y'all check these, these dudes out, man. Um... We're going to close the show out like that. Like I said, this is the Industry Podcast, man, with your boy B.A.T. Tino. That's B.A.T. Like, bring home everything. That's what I do. And uh, we're going to see y'all next week when we out. Hey. Uh-huh.